Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over and start using it now. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Ernest, listen up. When people all around the world first started going out protesting this summer, you'd hear it over and over. This time is different. But how? And who are the people trying to make it different? In Gimlet's new podcast, Resistance, host Saeed Tijan Thomas Jr. brings us stories from the front lines of the movement for black lives told by the generation fighting for the change. It's a show about people refusing to accept things as they are and how we can make sure this time really is different. Resistance is out now. Follow and listen for free on Spotify. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Bag drop. Bag drop. <laughs> there are advantages of being a business owner. And that's something that we want to encourage uh, entrepreneurship for a lot of different reasons, not just to save money in your taxes, but it's one of the perks that comes with being a business owner. Because even if you look at it from a, a corporate st- standpoint, like large corporations, the corporate tax rate is 21%, right? 21%? Yep, 21%. Um, but the highest federal tax rate 
for individuals is 37%. So if you're a wealthy business like Amazon or if you're a wealthy person, right, and you're like a basketball player, or an NBA player, NFL player, whatever, and you're at the highest federal tax rate, you're at an advantage to be a corporation because the most you can pay is 21%. Now you're working your way down from there. Whereas the federal tax rate, the highest you can pay is 37%. And you have to work your way down from there. So we're going to take that on a micro level and, you know, talk about small businesses because, you know, that's the majority of businesses in America and in the world of small businesses, right? Amazon, we talk about Amazon and Netflix, but that's not typical. Those aren't the majority of businesses in America. Uh, so as a small business owner, I'm going to speak from firsthand experience. Whereas I can say that you have benefits of being a business owner because you can deduct a lot of things, right? So yes. even when we talk about Amazon, as far as their travel and, and things of that nature, it's the same thing with a small business owner on a certain level where you travel, you see a client, you can deduct that. You take your client out for a meal, you can deduct that. Um, you lease a car, you can deduct that, the miles, as long as it's for business. So your cell phone, you can deduct that. You buy furniture for your office, you can deduct that. So you have a lot of things that you can deduct where if you just have a regular job, you can't deduct any of that stuff, right? Keep so, your seats. so yep. it's it's hard for you to do anything with your taxes if you just have a regular job because there's only so much that you can actually deduct, right? Where a business owner, you can you can get creative, be responsible, <laughs> be responsible, <laughs> be responsible, <laughs> be responsible with that. So, okay, I'm backing up. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, when we talk about the advantages for people mm -hmm. that may not be familiar or people that want to be business owners or want to be entrepreneurs, what are some basic advantages that entrepreneurs and business owners have as far as the tax system as opposed to regular individuals? Well, first, I always tell people, because I do get that question a lot, what's the advantage of me being a business owner um, or even claiming self-employed, right? Because then you are um, a business owner as well versus me being um, an employee. And I always tell them employees are taxed first and they have to pay their bills later where a business owner pays their bills and then they're ta they um, are charged tax on what's left, right? And so like you said, we can't, as a business owner, there's a ton of things that you can write off, right? Like you can write off your travel, you can write off your meals, you can write off anything that relates to your business, your supplies, your employees, right? So everything that relates to your business, you are able to write off. Um, you know, I know we spoke about it and covered it a little bit when we were talking about Amazon, but even CapEx, right? If you have any type of machinery or, you know, warehouse or even for my real estate investors, um, or, you know, just landlords, even if you have one and you don't have like multiple properties. So if you're doing things to your property, like capital improvements, you're able to write that off 100%, right? Versus being a homeowner where you're not able to write that off at all, right? So those things are very important when you are a business owner. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And that's something that people have to fully understand. I like what you said as far as taxes. I don't know, I forgot exactly how you framed it, but... Pay, regular pay. people, regular people, people with people with, Us. People, no, no, no. people with people with regular jobs pay taxes first. Mm -hmm. Business owners pay taxes last, right? Yeah. So you can make a hundred thousand dollars, but then by the time you have all your deductions, you might only pay taxes on twenty thousand. Yep. Now it's important to be responsible with that because the the good thing about having a regular job when it comes to taxes is that you don't have to worry about paying the taxes. It's done for you, right? right. It's taken out of your paycheck. Mm -hmm. So most of the time you, you might even get 
money back at the end of the year because they've, they've taken too much money out, right? Whereas a business owner, they're not taking any money out of your paycheck. It's got to pay later. So you either pay quarterly or you pay at the end of the year. So what happens a lot of times is that you don't save to pay your taxes, right? So you let's say you make $100,000, right? But you're living like you make 100000 So like everybody, you're spending 100000 You're living up to the limit. So now when it's tax time, you have a tax liability for $25,000, $30,000. But you don't have $25,000 saved. Right. So now you're behind on your taxes, right? And before you know it, the next tax year comes around. And this is how a lot of business owners fall into tax trouble because so many. it's up to you to actually pay it. Right. It sounds easy. But it's not. It's discipline. not easy at all. Yeah. It's a lot of yeah. discipline. I try to find a lot of systems for my clients. One being quarterly taxes, getting me in there, doing your bookkeeping quarterly, whether it's me or you just, you know, you just kind of knowing what your income and expenses are for that quarter. But that's important because at the end of the year, paying twenty five hundred quarterly versus paying ten thousand at the end of the year seems like a you know, a world of difference. You know? So I do that is important. And I'm glad that you brought that up because it sounds good. Like, oh, I get to pay my taxes later. But imagine looking at your W-2 and you're like, oh, I paid out 12000 this year. Imagine that 12000 at once, at, once yeah. at the end yeah. of the year. You, you're not going to want to pay it. Oh, you don't, you don't have it. Yeah, that's <laughs> Where true. Where am I going to get it? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, you don't have it. You don't have it to pay. Okay. Now, so now, Before we go any further, because you said a, a few things, um, real estate and you said regular people, and I guess I well, was... Well, that's why yeah. I was going to go with this. Yeah. Everybody, so everybody's not a business owner, right? right. So mm -hmm. most people aren't business owners, right? So we talked about the advantages of business. But there's also things that regular people with regular jobs yeah. can take advantage of as well, right? So, okay, I'm a business owner. Troy, you're a school teacher. I'm an educator. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I spoke, I spoke from the business standpoint. Yeah. So... I want you to talk on the other on the other side, the flip side of the coin. Right. So I'm, I'm an educator, and taxes are taken out. Um, and like I said, we have a set salary, and that works in our benefit, especially when we want to go to do things like purchase a home. Right. When we look at our income, our income is steady because it's the same thing. Whereas you, for example, you might have made a hundred thousand, but if your deductions were seventy five thousand, when the bank looks at it, they said that your income is only twenty five thousand. You might not be able to be approved for a loan. Um, but one of the things that um, struck me this year, and this actually happened. I was I was shopping at um, Best Buy, um, and uh, one of the employees there ran up on me. He knows me. I've been there a few times, and he goes, "Yeah, I can help you. I can help you. Can I ask you a personal question?" And he says, um, "Did you get your income tax back?" And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yo, I didn't get my refund back. They messed with my money, and they're telling me I'm getting less this year." So, um, has there something has changed in the federal income tax for? Us regular people? I'm not going to call you guys regular people. <laughs> I'm going to call you guys employees. Thank you. Thank you. So, yes, a lot has changed. And I think that that's important, right? The tax code has shifted to be in favor of the real estate investor and the business owner, right? All of the perks... And I'm sure, I don't know if the guy who you were talking to, like if he had a house or what his specific situation was, but to just speak a little bit about some changes that I've seen a lot with my clients, mm -hmm. one being people who have homes have been hit hard, right. right? So I'm not talking about the landlords or the real estate investors. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about homeowners, single family 
homeowners and they've been hit the hardest because now taxes are capped at 10 10,000 10, yeah. right so where last year you were able to you know take in all of your sales tax your sales I mean your income tax mm -hmm. and your property tax now it's not even putting a dent inside of no. your you know inside of your itemized deductions because it's being capped at 10,000. Yeah, I, I was affected right? by that so, this year. Yeah. yeah, and so what they also did was they raised standard deduction and got rid of personal exemptions. So to just elaborate a little bit about that, in prior year, in 2017, we would all receive standard deductions based off of your filing status if mm -hmm. you were single, head of household, right? And then you would also, in addition, get a personal exemption. Now, personal exemptions have been taken away Standard deductions has been increased, right? So what that means is, let's just say, let me give some numbers. If you are married filing joint, right? Your standard deduction has now been increased to $24,000, right? However, in order for you to itemize, you have to get above that standard deduction. So now if you have a home, mm -hmm. um, and let's say you have your property taxes, right? And then you and your wife will have your um your income taxes your state income taxes that's not probably going to exceed over twenty four thousand dollars once you start adding everything up so now it's just a situation where everyone not everyone but for it's a lot harder for people to get over that standard deduction hurdle now and so that's why people are getting hit hard especially homeowners yeah, we, because I, we had a last year you guys were eating so is there any tips that people um, that aren't business owners that uh, employees can do to reduce their tax liability to save money on taxes to yeah anything they can do if you are a homeowner and you've been hit, what I would suggest is putting your property inside of an LLC. Because that way, if your property is in an LLC, it's now considered a business. Mm. So now that it's considered a business, now you're able to write off 100% of your CapEx and, and your capital improvements. Right. So like if I and need a new If you need AC, a new AC, right. you know, as, as a homeowner, you right. can't write that off. But as a business owner, you uh, will okay. be able to, right? So now, um, and then there's also a 20% deduction. Right. So let's just say if, you know, your home, I don't know, let's just say in your LLC, you're bringing in ten thousand dollars on your personal return. You're now um, given a 20 percent deduction. So now that would be a two thousand um, dollar deduction addition that you would be receiving on your on your taxes. So that would be my suggestion for. Um, for you know, people employees that yeah, that, like employees. If, if, if they own a home. If they own a home. Um, Anything somebody can do if they don't own a home. Kind of difficult, huh? That's difficult. Yeah. It's difficult. It's just the way the tax law is set up. It you is. know, it's set up for business owners and, and, and companies, really. Uh, yeah, and, and the thing about it is that it's a. I don't even want to say it's unfortunate because it's just, it is what it is, right? It is right? what it is. And one thing that I, I stress now more than ever is that we have to pay attention to the people that, in, that are in office and play up to that, right? I find that if in school they taught us to focus more so on the taxes, then our mindset would be so different, right? Because let's just use when Obama was in office. I believe when he was in office, there was a... Um, a rebate for homeowners, like 
$8,000 or something like that, right? So many people took that money and then reinvested it and purchased homes, mm -hmm. right? And so now with Trump, if you're going to purchase a home, now may be the time to, you know, get that rental property that you want. Now may be the time to start that business that you want because now you're able to get more, um, you know, you're able to write off more and get more deductions. So we just have to pay attention to the tax code a little bit more. Yeah, education is the key. And yeah. also, um, it's a couple other things. Uh, that people should be aware of too is a uh, 529 plan. That's a, uh, it used to be a college savings plan only, but now with the new tax law, you can use the money for anything as far as education is concerned. So you can use it for prep school, you can use it for private school, you can use it for elementary school. So that helps parents out as far as paying for the cost of education where you just don't have to use it for college now. You can use it for anything related to education at any point in time during a child's life. That's important. And then also the limit has been raised as far as how much money you can put into an IRA and 401k as well. Um, so the, the limit for IRA this year is $6,000. 401k is 19000 mm -hmm. So those are vehicles that you could put money in for your retirement. And that, that helps you save money on your taxes as well. That's probably yes, one of the biggest tax deductions that people have if they just are employees because that allows you to save up to almost $20,000 in a 401k, $19,000. If uh, and if you're over 55, you can actually save even more than that. Yeah. But that's a pretty sizable amount, and it goes back to you know it's in your account and it grows for your retirement. So doesn't it also reduce your income for that year. That's how yeah, yeah. that's yeah. exactly what it does. Yeah. So that's why you save money in your taxes because mm -hmm. it, it reduces your income. Yeah. So something to be aware of. But the key is to educate yourself and um, to learn the political game. And, you know, these are, these are the rules that we're in. So as far as Amazon, to say, like, whether my personal opinion, if it's fair, if it's not, I mean, what are they supposed to do? Not do it, right? So mm -hmm. it's the same thing with you as an individual. You should, you know, learn the, the tax code, the tax law, and take advantage of it. And the thing about being a business owner, too, is that you don't have to be full-time. <clears throat> right? You can have a business and still work a job as well, right? right? And yep. then you can still take advantage of your business, Right, because you have just like any other business that has, you have expenses and you have things of that nature as well. So, you don't want to start a business just for tax benefits. Obviously, you want to start a business because you want to be successful in business. But that's another benefit and something to strive for. Where it's like you don't have to do one or the other. You can do both. And by having a business as your side hustle or part time job or whatever, now you're opening up the window where you can deduct more things, and you know, it gives you a lot more flexibility. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Stay big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in store and on Menards.com. Save big.